puffed ball thing. They had a uh, a couple of bars of some sort. Oh, um, heavens to Betsy. A, a corn that was popped. Um, that's what I had. And, a popping uh, corn? A popping corn. And I ate that like a hamster's just in general. Yeah. I was like, going to be like a hamster <laughs> about to lose his life. No, I just ate it like a hamster. I was <laughs> so you, so you st- what you're telling me is you stuffed the, your, the popcorn in, in either side of your cheeks. That is and correct. And saved it for later. <laughs> that is correct. Well, because it's. John, what is wrong? Did you get, st- are you allergic to like bees or something? What happened to your cheeks? And you're just like, no. Hold um, on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was feeling a bit peckish. <laughs> no, and then someone was like, what are you doing, John? You have a popcorn in your cheeks? And you just turned, you wheeled around and yelled at him, I have a disease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm leaving that one in. That's it. <laughs> There you go. And no one will get the preamble. And so it'll be perfect. Yep. (laughs) This is it. This is it right here. Okay, good. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want, it don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we gotcha. This is Pop Saga, let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. March 7th, night falls over the podcast. The listeners, huddled around their computers and phones, cry out for a light to guide them through the shadows of uncertainty. We, the brooding knights of oral delights, will be a shining beacon of pop culture opinions, piercing the veil of inky chaos as we rank live-action Batman movies from worst to best. I'm the only cop in Gotham you can trust. Commissioner Fordon. <laughs> and I am joined, as always, by my mysterious partner and watchful vigilante, Bat John. Bat John, are you bat ready to make people bat mad at us? <laughs> are you part of the Power Rangers? <laughs> yep. That's it's Florida, right. we're under attack. Rita Repulsa's throwing some sort of stupid clay thing at me. <laughs> Make my monster grow! Wait, I didn't mean that way. Rangers, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a recorded message. I'm in the other room eating Cheetos. <laughs> that, would be, that would be me if I was oh. Zordon. Oh, sorry, Fordon. Fordon. Okay, okay. Well, let, me, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, I am ready. <laughs> there you go. That's, I guess this is John or Bat John's voice. <laughs> yeah, uh, journal. We'll keep workshopping this. <laughs> yeah, good. I like it. Yeah. Oh, fun! I, my my dog is already upset, probably because <laughs> my dog has seen my list and is is cannot believe the 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 order in which these batmans uh, have uh, come out yeah i mean 
I think your dog's probably mad because also saw my list. And oh, I know, really? <laughs> holy, are you, uh, are you predicting some controversial picks in there? Oh, I for sure. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, like a 300%. In fact, that's how, that's how many percent I believe I will anger people. Um, yeah, no, this was tough, easy, tough. <clears throat> yeah, I, um. I definitely had, I, I, I messaged you about this on the Slack before the record, but I had an easier time doing the top five, or I guess the top three, than anything else prior. No, I agree with you. I, I was able to do the three, and then I had to think of the rest. And I definitely know I have some in there where people would be like, really? Are you high? And I'll be like, not when I wrote this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not in the moment. Hold on, give me a second. This is before that. I'm I'm in the back taking a big bog where you have rangers handle it yourselves. I'm sure you got it. <laughs> he seems to get high a lot. It's okay, Tommy. We got this. <laughs> That's him getting crushed to death. Oof. First, just take out the, do the Megazord first thing to get the fucking problem solved. <laughs> just form the robot sword and chop it. Like, you don't need to play with it. It's Easy okay. Easy spy. I wish this had come to me sooner. I mean, have you watched Voltron? Haven't you always wondered why Voltron would never do that? Well, just do what Voltron never did. Form the robot and cut. That's it. No <laughs> shooting lion heads at it. No trying everything else you know that won't work. You know, 99% of these episodes, I mean, our missions, are just chopping the thing in half. Just chop it in half. Just chop it in. Just chop it in. Chop it in half. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, Batman rankings all over the place. Yeah, this was, uh, I'm glad you brought it up, because obviously we're doing this to be, uh, what the kids would say, topical, um, since the new, uh, Batman movie came out. Mm-hmm. The Batman. <laughs> yeah, the Batman versus Batman versus Batman v Superman versus mm -hmm. Batman Returns <laughs> sure. versus every other thing pretty much named Batman with the, with the exception of like three of them. And I was like, oh, this will be easy as pie. Easy as pie. <laughs> easy as pie. What little did you know that pie would be strawberry rhubarb. Oh, man. Never touch another man's rhubarb. <laughs> yeah. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight when making a list? What? <laughs> what? Anyway. What's That's Jack not. Nicholson doing here? I had a break from my Lakers tickets. I don't know what it, what is what is Jack Nicholson up to these days besides just nothing love because life. he's rich and living his life the way he wants to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He congrats, he won at life. Absolutely, he right. he played Jack Nicholson in every role, just and about. and then he just you know he gets to live his life of going to Lakers games and just being. Happy Jack, I'm sure that's what they call him. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm pretty happy. I don't know why I almost did Ronald Reagan. You did 
very that was a very good Ronald. Where? Well, well, my name's Jack Nicholson, and I'm here to tell you I was great in The Shining as Jack Nicholson. Well, I love jelly beans, and I'm Jack Nicholson. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, he's living a good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Jack. Who also, uh, him and I share the same birthday. Oh, that's nice. That's a cool yeah. little intersection. Yeah, he you gives and me Jack a birthday Nicholson. card. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? Mm-hmm. Hey, John, I heard you had the same birthday as me. Yep. I send a card to everyone who has the same birthday as me. I'm he does. lonely. <laughs> he does. Handwritten, too. Really weird. Wow. I'll, I'll take wow. it. And what I think is really strange is the fact mm. that he is he references his own movies. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes people don't know where you're from. I'm sure there are kids now who don't know who Jack Nicholson is. <laughs> you're so my like, The Shining Star. <laughs> oh boy, Jack! Don't push it! Don't, don't push it! Don't push it, Jack! Yeah. Well, remember, we will always have China Channel. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? Why not? <laughs> we'll always have Chinatown, John. Um, so, so, I have to say this list is a little weird because we're uh, we're doing one more than the normal top ten. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have to rank all of them. And I think it would be weird. I think because there's eleven, you have to, you just have to rank the ones that, that are like the live action Batman solo quote unquote films. Although we are including Justice League, and well, Batman v Superman has his name in it, so it has to be in there. But Justice League is a little bit more of an ensemble. But there's a lot of Batman in it, so I feel fine including it. Yeah, that was the one I was on the fence. I, I you know, I threw the ball in the air, said, "Hey, let's see if Forrest hits it." Or hit it, and then we were like, "Okay, top eleven, we go." Yeah, I mean, and and we should clarify that we're going to be including Zack Snyder's Justice League, and not that weird abomination of a of a cobbled together nonsense that was Justice League. Yeah, I mean, they're both cobbled together. The other monsters, but yes, Zack Snyder's <laughs> will be the one we're covering. Yeah, we're we're covering the one that was filmed in portrait mode, not the one that was filmed in landscape. Yeah, the the, the one that was filmed through an eclipse viewer. <laughs> you mean a hole in a box? Yeah, pretty much. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it doesn't look good on anything that I'm going to watch this on. Yeah, <laughs> including IMAX, which it was shot for, but then somehow. <laughs> then he. T- <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever. We're going to cover that one. Uh, man, he. I mean, he's got a point of view. I don't agree with it, but he's got one, and and uh, God bless him for for his the things he does. Sure. Sure. <laughs> God bless him. All right, well, let me drink a little bit more of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get yeah. this list. 
I think that's fair. And I think we're just going to, we've done enough uh, jibber-jabbering about. I think we just should jump right into it because we got 11 of them to cover and we got to pay respects to the Batman. That we do. That we do. So, just the overview. We're doing top 11. Only live action Batman. And he had to be featured in it for a fair amount. Mm-hmm. There are no Lego Batman movies. No movies that would take place in the Batman universe that doesn't feature him. So no Catwoman. No, you know, no other, for some reason, DC hero movies. Just just Batman. It's in the title or a fair amount of it. Yeah. No The Joker. No yeah. Suicide Squad, even though his appearance in Suicide Squad is very cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He, he wrecks a car. <laughs> Where do you think the Joker got that car uh, wrapped in all that iridescent stuff? I don't know. Carmax? He's like... <laughs> Make sure you get all the bubbles out, though. Please, just... I have a, I have a credit card. You can use that to scrape the bubbles away, thanks. <laughs> I you guys even... are a reputable shop, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I saw you on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they are the, the the custom graphics. Gotham custom graphics is gonna have a heck of a time collecting payment for that one. I think though, once they yeah. realize the Joker is giving them all money that has his face on it. I mean, I guess I would rather take the fake Joker money than like stabbed by the Joker. Yeah, well, I mean, I forgot to tell you that the fake Joker money explodes into acid cloud. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting away from the Joker without a little bit of something. A little souvenir to remember him by. I mean, that's fair. I think I'd remember the damage tattoo on his forehead, but that's fair (laughs) enough. Are you sure you're the Joker? Because you seem kind of like somebody, you seem someone who maybe cosplays as Post Malone. Yeah, are you Post Malone? Are you? <laughs> you you're don't Post seem... Malone, aren't you? No, wait, no, you're not cool enough to be Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not insult Post Malone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a, that's fun time. Yeah, and uh, as before, as always, with our listicle list episodes, listicle episodes. I don't know, but uh, as before, uh, neither John nor I have seen each other's uh, list, so this will be a surprise to us. As much as it is a surprise to you. And will we be mad at each other's lists? If history judges, probably. There's a a really good chance. Yep. If, um, here, let's just just call it, if for some strange reason our lists are the same, uh, we'll each buy each other a bottle of booze. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, well, that, that would be insane. I something tells I me it. it will not be the case. But yeah, if there if our lists are exactly the same, much celebration will be had, and we'll just uh, we'll just I don't know do the rest of the episode about something else. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna special edition this shit. We're gonna see all the planets, even the ones that don't make any sense. That's yeah. how much we're gonna celebrate. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like how could they possibly know the emperor is dead on that planet? But well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We're gonna telegram. everyone celebrating. Like yeah. space telegram. Oh, they killed him. No, they got a hologram. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Oh. Maybe there's maybe there's Star Wars Twitter 
and the the rebel it's like hashtag emperor dead (laughs) and then the emperor's got some sort of like automatic reply fake news (laughs) uh i'll be back in 30 years or so that's a clone that looks exactly as old as the other one guess what i'll be a, a robot with my face it's a robot with a with a tv monitor in the face that'll be me too it's yeah, from listen. the it's from the games and the comics. It's fine. It D- doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, let's not think about it. it makes me upset. Mm. Mm. Sure, it should. Right. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, it kind of does, right? Like, there's a bunch of things that I'm like, how is he as old as he was when he died? When he's a clone, like, did they clone him at age fifty? Like, okay, you're coming out fifty. And by the time you're done, you'll be a you know, felt eighty. Well, that's why they need that sweet, sweet force juice. Because his clone bodies uh, sucked. Still haven't gotten the clone. Man, they really should not have killed all those Kaminoans. Because really, that was his... <laughs> that's the only people apparently know how to do clones. And then all his clones, you know, by his dark acolytes on Exegol, they were just like, Sorry, sir, we just can't get it right. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because we're all old weirdos who live on Exegol and are just robes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's that part where we all fall down, it's just robes. How do you expect a robe to clone you? No wonder we have so many of these snokes. Anyway. You don't know math. <laughs> we got so many snokes, we had to put them in a jar. Did mm. we forget to hit blend on the snoke jar? Yeah, <laughs> we're not here to talk juice. about. Yeah. We're not here to talk about the the wild serialized adventures of our Star Wars compatriots. No, we're here to talk about vengeance and the night and being upset and not liking that your parents were killed, aka Batman. I mean, like that is correct. Yeah, but, it's, it's a pretty good distillation of Batman, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I didn't, but I'm glad you put it out there, so now we for sure have that on wax. Yeah, that's good, yeah. It is weird that we record this on wax with all the modern conveniences we have at our disposal. We still yeah. do it the old traditional way. When I was a kid, everything was on wax, I guess. I mean, I'm old-fashioned, what can I say? Hey, if it's not on a Victrola... I don't want to recall the nope. All right. Yep. And w- with this, that, ep- this episode brought to you by Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. Just kidding. That's not true. Don't come after us, Ricola, with with your big horn. I don't want to know about it. Your nasty ass throat drops. <laughs> <laughs> they don't work. They don't work. It just makes your throat <laughs> sticky. I don't know why they don't work, but anyway. It's like they just they, they put in a bunch of herbs from Sweden, and they're just like, take this, you stupid Americans. And then I did for the longest time. Because it's like, you know, it's like a bad candy. <laughs> it's it like, is. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like NECA wafers. Absolutely. Yeah, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Nope. I mean, it it works if you want a gross candy. <laughs> Beyond that, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, you know what I will recommend? Mm, what? Us doing this list. <laughs> <laughs> Recommendation received. All right, John. I think as I think as tradition dictates, you will kick us off with your number eleven. 
Yes, I will. I will kick us off with my number 11. Um, and I have a feeling this will probably be your number 11, too. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see where we go. Um, because I need you to chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> my number 11 is Batman and Robin featuring George Clooney and, uh, you know, Chris O'Donnell. And then it has Alicia Silverstone in it for some reason. And, <laughs> and me, Arnold, as Mr. Freeze, the really buff Mr. Freeze. And then Uma Thurman. And then someone, a cabbage that looks like Bane. <laughs> cabbage. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He has, his head is way too big. I, but he's like kind of green, you know, but not with envy. He's green with uh, chlorophyll because he's a plant. I think. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, my number 11, Batman and Robin, 1997's Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you that this was my number 11, but it switched places at the last minute with uh, my current number 11. Okay, go ahead. Which is Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Nope. So, uh, Batman v Superman, nope. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> so this, so uh, I want to clear things up right Go at ahead. the uh, right at the top. Might as well now. I don't dislike Ben Affleck's Batman, uh, and I like what they tried to do in this movie. I think having the elder statesman Batman is a good idea, and I did like Ben Affleck's turn as Bruce Wayne in this movie. That being said, this version of Batman is so outside of what Batman is in my head that I just can't reconcile it with the character, to be honest. Not only is he dumb, way dumber than Batman ought to be, based on his comic counterpart, he's also, like, super reactionary and... It seems like he hasn't learned anything. <laughs> like, he doesn't. Elder Statesman Batman should be a Batman that has grown in some way. But, like, he is just killing people. And I guess he's, like, had so many tragedies that he can't stop killing people. <laughs> and, uh, and the, like, the only thing, his only arc throughout the entire movie, he's mad, 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 hears his mom's name, and then all of a sudden he's a totally different character. It is a bad version of Batman. And I find very little about it to <laughs> that is redeeming. I find the warehouse scene more redeeming than all of Batman and Robin. Well, the the fight is cool and Zack Snyder often makes very cool fights. But this is still a Batman that brands people to their certain death in prison. Versus branding me with a level of camp that I cannot even accept. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the dude, how does a Batman get his own credit card? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I am not arguing that that Robin movie is good. But if you say, would you rather watch Batman v Superman, Dawn Dawn of Justice, or... Batman and Robin. I think I probably choose Batman and Robin. Oh, get the fuck out of here! All right, this is this is spicy already. <laughs> this is spicy. Okay. Well, I think that leads us to our number ten. 
and my number 10, no surprise, Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's, it just moved one space down. For all the reasons you said, it's not... Like, this version of Batman is also not what I think of when I think of Batman. Because this version of Batman is just George Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney refuses I mean, to do anything except be George Clooney in this movie. Which is whatever. And there's ice skates and stuff, but... They're the level, if this is the movie extensions of Batman 66, then it works. No, but it doesn't, because it isn't. That's it, the problem. They're, they're like caricatures of the Burton movies, just with the level of camp that is amped. And you know, I'm no fan of the Burton movies either, but comparatively, this one was... Like, you know when you see a movie that's like a cash grab? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're like, well, they just want to sell toys. This one was all about the toys and less about anything else. It's true. Um, but at the same time, it does seem kind of like the... Whereas Batman Forever was still overseen by Tim Burton in some way, so it kind of has more of that original... Of the two Burton movie tone... Uh, Batman and Robin seems like Joel Schumacher's just like, this is what he wanted to do, and he created what is like the Spider-Man turn off the dark of the Batman movies. It's just like, does it make sense? The, having Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, no offense to him, but having him play a brilliant scientist was like a weird casting choice. And I mean, that one was based off of his current look of the comic book at the time. Which sure. was just really yoked out, but and bulky, and bulky. All right, well, all right. So that's your number eleven is, or your number ten is Batman and Robin. Indeed, indeed. What's your number ten? Batman v Superman: Trial of Century. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're all in the same neighborhood here, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, for all the reasons you pointed out, um, I do. I don't have a as big of a problem with Ben Affleck as Batman. I have probably more of a problem with um, how Zack Snyder portrayed the Batman, very much like you said. So the the only redeeming scene for me is the warehouse scene, just because that was very well choreographed. It's but very that's good. not saying much. Um, you know, if I just cut out all the Superman stuff, as well you know what i mean like just to go on merits of batman yeah he's just kind of uh not really batman <laughs> especially when he's killing when he Everybody. drags those people behind him in the batmobile i was like oh no those people are dead there's no way they're walking away from that oh just scratch <laughs> yeah like i mean like the branding i get from like a pulp hero vibe you know, like the sh- the spider used to brand all his victims and stuff, so I could kind of see pulling that inspiration. But it's just that's just not something Batman would do. He just would hurt you a lot, and hopefully, you would reconsider your life choices from that part. Yeah, he's gonna punch the reforming into you, <laughs> but he's not yeah. gonna he's not gonna cross that line. And uh, I mean, what about like the fact that uh, granted. Part of this is due to the fact that the script is is not the story is kind of thin, but I think like 
having him be so easily manipulated by Lex Luthor, and then when you find out, because Lex, if you are just talking about the comics, Lex Luthor outwitting Batman isn't like a crazy idea because Lex Luthor is very smart as well. But this Lex Luthor didn't see like he feel it feels like he came up with his idea like one night while he was just like watching TV. Oh, I got it! This is a great one. <laughs> And then it just worked. Batman just buys everything, hook, line, and sinker. He never looks any further into this deception. And it just feels so... It feels so unlike the character. I don't know. It just... I think about it, it makes me upset to this day. Yeah, I mean, you could watch the Ultimate Edition, which makes it slightly better, but not by much. Um, yeah, all right, there you go. But uh, but we're on to number nine. So, John, what is your number nine? This one's going to kill me, old chum. But I'm going with Batman 66, the 1966 Batman movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a lot of fun. He is truly the bright knight. Um, but in terms of all the other Batman movies that kind of are invocative of the batman that i know now this one definitely isn't it not knocking it i i absolutely enjoy it for the camp factor and for the quality of the time you know having the whole rogues gallery there is cool uh having the turn all the like united nations people from sand back into (laughs) themselves well you know whatever a penguin submarine the you know the bat bomb the shark repellent or the bomb the shark repellent all that great stuff came from this movie but my number nine batman 66 yeah well on this one we are on the same page my friend because my number nine is also batman 66 (laughs) that's right and there was much celebration but uh (laughs) but uh yeah, for all the reasons you mentioned, and uh, it's kind of a movie I probably wouldn't go back to. I appreciate it for what it is, and I think that Adam West's Batman works much better in like the small, digestible TV show format. Yeah. And this just kind of felt like a long episode, uh, even though there was, to your point, some cool props in there. The bat or the penguin submarine with the little flippers is real fun, and watch uh, that's a cool mm-hmm. uh, prop, mm-hmm. and the getting Batman getting bit by a giant shark is is cool too but uh you know it's just kind of a corny movie that i probably won't go back to but uh, i appreciate that it exists yep happy it's there and you know you just kind of go okay but to your point like if it was on i wouldn't necessarily i guess i would never yeah see that but like you know what i would need to watch the Batman 66 movie. No, there, like, uh, there's so many good episodes of the TV show you could dive into beforehand. That is correct, sir. So we're on to number eight. And is eight great? You might think it eight. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but we're on to number eight. Uh, sliding on down the list uh, as quick as you please. Uh, but for me, number eight is going to be uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Zack Snyder's like uh, this is a much cheerier Batman, and uh, that's not necessarily what I think of when I think of Batman. But I like him much more in this movie 
trying mm-hmm. to solve the puzzle that he's trying to solve. And I love the interaction between Batman and Alfred in that movie. I really thought that Jeremy Irons Alfred was given the chance to, you know, really spread his wings and create put his stamp on the Alfred character in a way that he wasn't really able to in Batman v Superman. And uh, we'd get a ton. I mean, it's a four-hour-long movie, right? We get a ton of Batman. So even though he has that Night Owl costume that I'm not super a fan of, I'm still more of a fan of that, of the one than the outfit in uh, BVS. So for all those reasons, and maybe no more, (laughs) I'm I'm giving Zack Snyder's Justice League the number eight spot on my list. Yeah. That's fair. That's not where I have it on the list. Mm-hmm. And this one is definitely going to be controversial, but I really had to think about it. I was like, if I never had to watch this one again, I'd be okay. Um, I'm going with 1992 Batman's Returns. Whoa. At number eight. My number goodness. Eight. Yeah. Above Batman Forever on the list. Sorry. I mean, lower, I guess than batman forever on the list in your that is that is correct that is correct um i mean visually you know he does have the cool bat suit it's though it's not my favorite version of the burton bat suit you know i'm the weirdo who likes the first one Mm -hmm. because it has that weird real creeping look to it (laughs) um i just you know like this was burton doubling down on his uh, villain obsession Mm -hmm. and that you know, like I think Michelle Pfeiffer does a fine job as Catwoman. No knocking it there. I think Danny DeVito feels like the perfect choice for a penguin usually, but the fact that he had to turn him into a penguin esque type of character than just letting it be Danny DeVito. <laughs> literally right. he had to take it literally. You know, uh it just uh, I you know, I think uh Christopher Walken is fine. But he's probably my highlight, and I would have much rather been Batman versus him. And he's playing a guy named Shrek. <laughs> you know, I got bigger fish to fry. You know, like, Don't it's care. just, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, there's too much going on there. And for some strange reason, this Gotham feels smaller than Batman 89's <laughs> Gotham. It's, it's just a city block. I mean, like, if that, it's like half a city block. Everything happens on this corner. (laughs) Everything of note is on this, like, one block. And it's just not my favorite. It also seems to have been the one that starts the trend of Batman just ripping off his mask for no other reason. (laughs) Oh, it looks so bad, too. You know, like, hold on one second. Oh, God, what's this made out of? Just so you can show his face. soft rubber. It's so terrible. Yeah, it's just like the bat boat's cool. I don't understand why like Batman looked at his Batmobile and said, "You know what this needs to turn into? Kind of a bat missile." Uh <laughs> What if Gotham has a lot of narrow alleyways? What if I need to go down one? Yeah, heaven forbid we get a motorcycle or something. No, I will blow up this very experimental car and turn it into <laughs> a r- rocket torpedo with more tires than the end. <laughs> Uh, uh, so like it's not it's not my favorite uh yeah also i didn't just like how creepy 
penguin was or like pervy <laughs> he was like oh uh, why when uh, he dies he he throws up uh, like black bile it's it's <laughs> i don't know that? man like i don't get it and then like he's <laughs> the he's given the the, yeah, the viking fucking funeral yeah, they put him in <laughs> the drink <laughs> the water here's where you belong the sewer <laughs> You know, you're going back to where you're from. What? Like, come on, man. Uh, yeah, no. No, my number eight is Batman Returns. Yeah, that's, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Let's let's hear your number seven. My number seven is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, there you go. The only thing I wish was different was that we had Danny Elfman score from the other one we're not talking about. Yes. Versus this junkie XL uh, driven score. Not Agreed. knocking them, just would rather have had that. Um, but like I said, I don't really have a problem with Ben Affleck as Batman. I just have more of a problem with the person who's writing it. Um, you know, and all the Snyder bros listening to this, chill out. These are our list our opinions they will sway nobody i guarantee it yep and, and if you don't like it jump on the discord and show us your list let's see your let's see your bat lists i'd love to see it and i promise i will only make fun of it a little bit yeah just tiny if 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 justice league or bvs trial of the centuries anything past five you will be getting made fun of mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah actually past uh seven i think and i'll make fun of you you're stretching it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah for all the reasons you pointed out um i did like the interaction between alfred and him i also like just seeing him in the team element because mm-hmm. why not um and the Zack snyder one again it's four hours but it is the more complete movie it's for, the better movie just hands down yeah like take that for what it's worth it is the better version of it but I think he's fine as Batman. Um, yeah, and his owl man bat suit is eh, but yeah, I'll take that over. Um, actually, I would just like the m- mashup parts from this one and the BVS, and I think you could probably make the best bat suit. But yeah, whatever. I'm not. I don't. I don't need to do that anymore. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that's my number seven, Justice League. Yeah, a good choice. Uh, my number seven, clocking in at number seven, close to the middle. So, you know, plenty plenty of distance between it and the last one. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Chase, do you like the Thurketh? Said uh, a lispy <laughs> Bruce Wayne in uh, Batman Forever, the Val Kilmer Batman. Uh, I'll tell you, John, when this movie was announced, I was a certain that Val Kilmer would be playing Azriel. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to do the, uh, I thought since they were replacing, they were recasting, uh, uh, Michael Keaton. I thought they would do that. The, the breaking of the bat story that was so popular at the time. And they were going to have, what is that guy's name? John St. John or whatever. The guy who replaced Batman for briefly. John St. Valley. Yeah. 
Or Jean Paul Valley. Jean Paul Valley. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, he. Um, I thought they were gonna do because he's blonde, and Batman has you know was never blonde in my estimation. So I thought they were just gonna write that into the story, but they didn't. Uh, there's plenty of redeeming qualities about this movie. It's not as bad, I think, as the reputation it earned, like directly thereafter. I think if you watch it now, it holds up better than it has any right to, at least for the first like two thirds of that movie. Uh, you know, Jim Carrey is over the top as Riddler and doesn't really give a iconic or, you know, I mean, it's it has redeeming qualities, but it's just Jim Carrey in another Jim Carrey role, really. It doesn't, it doesn't really jibe with the Joker, I guess, unless you're, it's maybe maybe a more wacky Frank Gorshin style Joker. But, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. <clears throat> there's a lot of, like, neon and... Batman does a lot of stuff that kind of didn't feel appropriate at the time, like just coming, uh, you know, uh, rappelling down in front of a bunch of people and being like, hey, what's up? I'll give an interview to the press. <laughs> uh, or whatever he does. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face was dumb because I thought it was going to be uh, Billy D. Williams. Uh, and it wasn't anymore. That's weird. Um... And then remember, remember that two uh, Two Face has two girlfriends in that movie, Sugar and Spice, played by Drew Drew Barrymore and Demi uh, Debbie Mazar, I think. Yep, yep, you're 100 percent correct. And they are <laughs> on either side of uh, his room. They, like, they have to stay on their appropriate Two Face sides of his lair. Uh, and uh, of course, Old Robin doing sweet laundry. Uh, Kung Fu was another part of the movie that was kind of suspect, but there's a, I think, um, at least the first two quarters is really some decent Batman for that style of Burton Batman. I think it, it holds up better than I think maybe it has gotten credit for since then. So that's my number seven, Batman Forever. All right. Well, that's your number seven. What's your number six? My number six has already ta- uh, appeared on your list before, and that's Batman Returns. For all the reasons you said, it does not make it in the top five. It is... I think that, like, I, I... you, If you've listened to our Batman suits ranked, you know that I am a fan of the suit. I like the suit. But, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, it feels small. And it feels way over the top. It feels maybe too Tim Burton-y for its own good. And uh, there are some, like, we just laughed about it. All those Penguin parts are hilarious. Uh, but that being said, I think there's some really fun performances in it. I I do like Michelle Pfeiffer, even though I don't get how she becomes Catwoman. The cats bite and lick her to life. Yeah, just like you do. <laughs> just like you do. And mm. it gives her actual cat, like the powers of mythical cats. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it, and I think that um, Danny DeVito is is great, a great penguin. They didn't need to put all that makeup on him, I agree. Um, and, yeah, all the reasons you said. All the good parts that you said is why it's a little higher on my list, but all the bad parts you said definitely, I mean, that is why it, it is number six and not five or higher. So, Batman returns. How about you? Well, 
this one's definitely gonna uh, kick the tires and light the fires, or whatever the kids would say. 1989's Batman is my number six. Ooh, wowza. Yeah, that's gonna piss somebody off. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I don't care. This is, this is why I love the Batman costume. And I think Michael Keaton, probably in like this Flash movie and stuff, will be a really good Batman. This initial one, I don't think he was really good Batman. I don't really think he was a great Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it was all about, you know, Jack Nicholson. I mean, heaven forbid, he made like $50 million off of Batman and Batman Returns. It was all about him. And I always find that kind of a detriment to a Batman movie when it's like 90% about the villain. Um, and that's why I said I feel like Burton really started this trend. Um, because they seem like they're the most interesting when I think actually Batman also as a character is very interesting. Um, I love the soundtrack. I think it's probably one of the, you know, Danny Elfman has delivered like the quintessential Batman theme if you grew up around that time. You know, especially for, you know, the animated series that carried it over. Um, but I mean, I think some of the animation definitely doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> the, the fact effects, that yeah, they're not great. The fact that Batman just couldn't fight really. <laughs> like, I mean, he literally has a palm that launches from his palm to hit someone. <laughs> yeah. That's you know what I mean? You know, there's the part in the museum that's supposed to be badass, but if you look at it, Michael Keaton's cowl is facing one way, but his face is facing another. <laughs> you know, and like how many different hook rope launchers do you need? Um, you know, that's, the unnecessary jet. That's you know, fair. Like, it's all fair. You know, like it's just like there's a lot in there. I I, I don't I think Kim Bassinger, fine. Like, I think everyone in it's fine, but it's just not one that, like, I would actually really want to go back and watch too often, if at all. <laughs> so that's why it sits at number six for me. Yeah. Uh, hard to blame you for that. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of compelling points, but, uh, let's not, let's not linger over the, uh, the, the smoking remains of the Burton Batman on your Batman on your list. Let us move on to your number five. This is where. <sighs> hey, as we always say, as we always say, top five, I, everyone is a winner. That's it, and I think this one's a winner because Doctor Chase does like the circus. Nineteen ninety five's Batman Forever. I've seen this movie, I shit you not, 12 times at least in the theater. Um, wow. That's, it, look, that's too many times. Oh, for sure. I'm not telling you it's not, but I can still watch it. And I think it just comes down to the fact that I feel like at least Val Kilmer could be more of a Batman than Michael Keaton. Like, he actually looked like he tried the fight. He looked like he lifted a weight. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like it was campy, but he was doing more Batman esque stuff. Like when he uses the guards hearing aid to, you know, open the vault door that was hanging because of a really stupid fucking plan. 
we're putting a vault like on the very top floor or whatever but he uses that to open it i really dug those moments you know the little sonar suit when he's like i'm gonna trick you riddler you know and he throws the fucking thing. <laughs> sure. and then when he does all the coins you know to two-face and all that shit i just like i like the batman moments in there um i hated the batmobile please do not get me wrong I, I, <laughs> it's one of the worst I think, yeah it is one of the worst and the fact that it just climbs up a wall for some reason <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> whatever but like the camp level was you know the fucking tommy guns with the neon tube light in the magazine well yeah yeah i mean but it just seems like something an eclectic villain in this world would do Sure. And I guess to your point, you, you, you made an interesting point that I didn't really think about that. At least this kind of had this weird bridge between Burton and Schulmacher. So like it embraced the camp, but it didn't go like deep into the camp. No, no bat credit cards in this one. You know, like it was just like something held that back and I appreciate it more. So for me, my number five, Batman Forever, 1995. Yeah, wow. Top five, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. All good reasons as far as I'm concerned. My number five, uh, and again, everything on top five is a winner, but my that's number it. five is The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Love, Bane. Uh, I don't think Catwoman is very good in this movie. Um, I don't think they do a very good job with that character. Not that Anne Hathaway isn't good. Um, but I think that Nolan, I don't know if he was forced to put her in there by the studio or what, but, uh, and, uh, I think that there are elements about it that I don't, I don't see me going back to that movie as often, uh, often as other movies on the list. And I, th it was just, you know, it's a hard to end a story. And I understand that. But the way that they did end this movie and the arc of the, of Christian Bale's Batman was weird. I don't know if it's meant to be like Inception where it's like, is Alfred dreaming or did this actually happen? But like the fact that batman sacrifices himself and everything erect a statue to him but really he just like jumped out right after it's like right after the ship started to go after the whatever it was called the bat uh started uh, flying out there with the nuke on it and then he was just like all right i'm swimming to venice or <laughs> I bet he sploosh, jumped sploosh, right. Sploosh. He jumped right into a gondola. Yep. Went right to Venice, and then uh, that part was kind of corny. I wish they would have done more with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, you know, they, they kind of like the they're like, "Oh, he's Robin!" Ha ha ha. Uh, that could have been. I wish they would have like done that sooner. I think that could have been interesting. And then the death of Talia Al Ghul is just like so bad <laughs> for such a cool character it's like she literally was christopher nolan off the side of the camera being like now die and she's like oh right uh, <laughs> uh, oh yes i'm wounded now i must die but at the same time i like a uh, broken hurting batman 
uh, from Christian Bale. I like Christian Bale's Batman in general. I like the bat suit from that movie, and I like that, uh, you know, he... I mean, he got his back broken, and then it was fixed by hanging a rope from a ceiling. I don't think that's how that works. But uh, there are certainly parts that I like about it, and I like that whole trilogy a whole lot. So, you know, that I was definitely ready to forgive it, but I don't think it's aged as well in my esteem than some of the other entries. So that's my that's my number five. All right, well, that's your number five. A fair critique to a point. What's your number four? Well, my number four, of course, has already appeared on your list so far, uh, John. And that, of course, is Batman 89. Yes, it doesn't work for all the reasons you said. Everything you said is right. I am not going to disagree with that. I think it is very corny how Batman cannot move. And they try to integrate it into some cool fights. But like you said, he... (laughs) It's a palm shoots out of his he palm. A palm that shoots out of his palm. He has uh, that part where he's not looking, but he like uh, backhands a guy. But it's because he can't. It's not because he's. <laughs> it's not because he's doing anything cool. But at the same time, this was a movie that made a huge impact on me when I saw it. And like, there are lines from that movie I still repeat to this day and still ring as true in my <laughs> as they did when I saw it. Uh, you know, uh, Jack Palance as, uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> yep. my number one guy, guy. Yep, that's, that <laughs> was fantastic. The, the part where the Joker, uh, like, uh, joy buzzer shocks that dude to death, uh, was fan was very disturbing, uh, for a young kid. It made an indelible mark on me and you just have to. I mean, that movie defined, uh, like, the look and feel and tone of superhero movies for decades to come. Unfortunately. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a good thing, but it definitely made uh, an impression on pop culture. And his Batmobile rules. It is, like, one of the absolute best uh batmobiles it's not practical but man is that art deco wonder just a beautiful thing to behold and uh you know jack nicholson's playing jack nicholson he's not really playing the joker uh he's not doesn't seem particularly crazy (laughs) or like uh machiavellian in any sort of uh big way but uh i do love his plan i love his plan to do a, a weird impromptu macy's thanksgiving day parade somehow and then have gas kill everyone, but then you're also giving out money so everyone will come around. I thought that was great, and I love the part where the he poisons all the makeup, and all the newscasters just look like they show them what they look like without makeup because they can't. They can't. They're too scared to put it on. I think that was a great little bit of writing and filmmaking, and there are just so many parts about that I love, and I agree about. I think. I think Michael Keaton is a good Batman in that movie, mm. but I don't think he's a good Bruce Wayne. He's just a weird, reclusive creep. And if I was thinking, it was like, hey, who among these people has the means to put on all, like this, to have all these gadgets to put on a suit and fight crime and who never comes out of his mansion? Oh, wait, that's Bruce Wayne. It's obviously Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I feel like in that universe, it would be easy to figure out who Batman was. Because he is basically just, he might as well have the bat symbol just on top of his 
house it seems so obvious well remember he had it in batman returns all right <laughs> right remember when the because he couldn't go out to gotham it the the bat signal would light up and then the miniature one on his roof would turn and shoot <laughs> just by chance into the room he's in so he learned from the first one apparently yeah he sure yeah. did um so yeah oh, that's why sure. uh that's why batman 89 gets my uh it gets my number four. What about you? What's your number four? My number four has already been on the list. Oh. It is 2012's Dark Knight Rises. There you go. So I don't mind Bane as much <laughs> I don't, as I like the Bane. others. Good. Um, I mean, I, he seemed like a real Bane, you know, just like some dude, like, I guess taking like aerosol ibuprofen or something to help <laughs> yeah. his pain they never uh, explain that part. which like i mean i would have literally just appreciated the whole venom thing because why not why not just put it in there in fact you could introduce that then you can introduce batman using venom as well because he did in the comic book series and it could have been like why his body was so broken well maybe bat maybe tom hardy's like listen mates I can't reference Venom in this movie, you dick. Because I'm going to be the Venom. One day, many years later. But I like Tom Hardy as Bane. <laughs> um, uh, I think George, uh, it's pretty much for every reason you pointed out. I actually don't have a problem with Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Because I, I felt her attitude was very Catwoman-esque. I just wish she would have had more to do an agency yeah uh, that just seems you know that seems to be the overriding theme i also do think you end up running into like this giant cast and trying to cover all these extra like personality yeah so it, it sure. does suffer the film a little bit i think bane's plan is pretty messed up but you know kind of works i guess in the same way yeah, and cool. um yeah and i guess you know broken batman is all right but i felt like my i guess my problem with this one was like felt like batman you know the dark knight happened and then he like retired maybe two weeks later <laughs> it's like that joker fight took a lot out of me yeah oh man he stabbed me once uh, i'm not doing that again eh, so there's a little little there um but i don't know overall enjoyable i i think joseph gordon love it was fine but i didn't really like that his name was robin <laughs> yeah i mean that seemed like a total afterthought that's why i was like don't do that just bring him in sooner in the story and make him be robin yeah or just i don't know just like he just takes over and we can just assume that he becomes robin or nightwing or you know he he forms his own identity with all the stuff that he's been left by bruce yeah or to have him take over when bruce disappears after getting his bath uh, back broken like have him really become like you know it doesn't have to be nightwing fully but like a vigilante and then have them they can team up in the very end like the last 15 Something. minutes of the movie could be cool yeah yeah, and I mean, yeah, when he's flying in to do the bomb thing, originally I was like, well, you know, that is something Batman would do. But to your point, it was just like, you checked. <laughs> yeah, he's Goodbye. Like, I'm not going to see this through. 
Have you seen this shit town? Hope this works. (laughs) (laughs) Off to Italy. (laughs) You know, so, um, you know, it just felt like it was Nolan's way of giving him a happy ending. And we're better or worse, I think, out of the Nolan trilogy. I think, you know, fourth place for me is a pretty good spot. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but no, uh, no. now we're in the top three, John, so it's getting serious now. If pe- people's feelings are going to be hurt, they're going to be hurt by this these next three. So let's hear your number three. All right, my number three, no preamble, no roll-on, 2005's Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the movie. I thought it was a great, you know, start for the Nolan you know, trilogy. Uh, Batman's costume was pretty cool, but definitely cumbersome. But I liked watching him assemble it and like trying to figure it out and kind of getting that origin story we really don't get. I'm not like, they kind of hinted that he learned some other martial arts, but you know, he just settled on that ninjutsu, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, why not? But, um, you know, so many memorable lines. The twist, you know, spoilers, spoilers, even though we've spoiled all these movies so far. Um, Retroactive spoiler, spoilers. Yeah, maybe I'll throw one beforehand. Uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, you know, with uh, Liam Neeson as Rachel. Um, you know, his whole plan, which was really weird and convoluted. But whatever, (laughs) you know, like the scarecrow. He's good. Uh, Cillian Murphy as a scarecrow is good. He's great. He's like the through line that I enjoy. And even when he's on like horseback and they do the whole demon look for him, I was like, oh, yeah, that scared the shit out of me too if I was a kid. Um, This Batman could fight. And this is the first Batman that looked like he's kind of built like Batman. So um, I really appreciated it. And I, I'm a, while the Tumblr isn't my favorite Batmobile, I think it, it makes sense if for this kind of more, uh, more of an attempt at a grounded Batman movie. So, number three, Batman Begins. Hmm, very good choice. And I have to say, I'm right there with you. That's right. My number three is also Batman Begins. <laughs> That's right. The streams have crossed once again, and we have a similar place for things on our list. And maybe the next two. <laughs> we'll maybe, see. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for all the reasons you mentioned, it's uh, real fun. And um, I really like Christian Bale as Batman. I think he is an excellent Bruce Wayne, maybe better of a Bruce Wayne than Batman. Um, but, uh, and maybe that's just because he has, he chose, he made a choice with the voice that is, if you don't like it, it's easy to make fun of. Uh, I'm not saying I don't like it, but. And they do get worse throughout the Nolan trilogy. (laughs) Like, Batman Begins, it's fine. It's fine-ish. Yeah. It's just a growl. Swear to me. Rachel! But we have to remember, right? He's a British dude doing American accent, then trying to do a gruff American accent. So I'm going to cut him a little slack. Just a little, not a lot. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, like in Dark Knight, it gets a little weird. And then Dark Knight Rises. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm a Batman. And you're like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, Batman. 
Calm down. I can't um, change it now. I've already committed. <laughs> you need to understand I'm the Batman, bro. <laughs> you know, you're just like, whoa, okay, this is scary, but not for the reasons you think. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, that being said, though, I mean, I loved all the racial cool stuff. I loved the the bringing the flower up and having it be a hallucinogen. Like you said, uh, Cillian Murphy is fantastic. Um, and uh, I really, you know, I love the scenes. In the, like, I love Bruce Wayne, like, it going to the courthouse uh, intending to kill joe chill or whoever that character was in the batman uh begins and and you know deciding not to go through with it i think all that stuff really worked for me and the nolan trilogy is just is really good and uh i would just uh, i was a really big fan of the movie i don't like the batman neck cowl problem i think he's got a weird yeah, it is uh, a bullfrog frog neck yeah yeah i respect that they were trying to figure out what to do and you know try to avoid the pitfalls of the burton movie but man that was a weird choice but uh all in all a fun movie and uh and definitely you know it was definitely a, a lot of fun um and an, and an interesting way to take the character after the end of the the schumacher movies um, definitely a, a, a direction in the uh, in the positive direction. Yeah, and and yeah. and it it kind of it was sort of tapping into where the comics were at the time, sort of reinventing Batman and and showing kind of his early years. And I think that that was a really interesting way to take it. So yeah, number three, Batman Begins. All right, now this is the shit. Yep, we're in the top two now, Tony. Um, so when I tell you my number two, we will yeah. know if our, <laughs> if our top three is the same, we we will know. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you want me just to play my, the air horn when you mention it? Yeah. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Uh, so my number two is the dark Knight. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Now we know. Yeah, That's right. No. Uh, that's right. Number two, Dark Knight. Uh, just the culminate, like the pinnacle of the Dolan trilogy. Heath Ledger is to date the most amazing, uh, like on film Joker we've gotten. Um, and I guess we can't rank Jokers now because you know where Heath Ledger would be in mine. But I mean, the the man put the entirety of his being into that character. Uh, f for worse, obviously. I wouldn't say for better or worse. It was definitely ended up being for worse, but he created something that was really unique and original, which is hard to do because the Joker's been played by a lot of different people and a lot of people have like preconceived notions of what they want to see from that character. I wasn't excited about that Joker before I saw it. I was like, ugh. There's, he's like edgelord Joker. I don't care. It's like, this is not like the dapper clown prince of crime that I wanted to see. But then it completely proved me wrong when I saw it. And uh, I think that the entire conceit of the movie, like the sort of central through line of the plot is really interesting. Showing, you know, the, the idea that there is still good in Gotham and in, intrinsic in the, the people. And they, especially the scene on the two fairy ships one filled with prisoners one filled with people 
and <laughs> prisoners and people. Prisoners are people too. Jesus Christ! Uh, get, it, get it together, non. non- <laughs> Yeah, uh, one filled with uh, inmates and the other filled with uh, the normal commuting uh, populace. Um, that that I mean, the tension, the twists, the Joker's plot, and how he manipulated the crime, uh, the underworld, uh, to its to his own diabolical ends, and seeing Batman traverse the globe to mete out justice wherever the criminals might hide is like, that's Batman. That's he's using his, his considerable, uh, connections and deep, deep pockets to, to just get you wherever you are. You can't run from Batman. That part was so awesome. And I just love this movie. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies and one of my top two Batman I I mean I'm with you. When I heard Heath Ledger was originally cast in the role, I was like, oh okay, whatever. I don't care. But I said I'm going to give it a chance. I went to the IMAX showing of uh, I Am Legend because it had the first like scene from The Dark Knight. Because I wanted, I didn't care about I Am Legend. I wanted to see <laughs> Heath Ledger as the Joker. You still don't. Right? Yeah, I still don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, John don't give a shit about the I Am Legend. Uh, the end. That, that's our uh, pop saga to pop saga. The saga saga. But when I watched them and I saw it, I said, okay, he's the Joker. I get it. Like, I like this take on the Joker. Is it still like the definitive comic book edition of the Joker for me? No. But this one definitely was scary. You know, for all the right reasons, the Batman costume getting an upgrade. I dig this one, even though I, I wish the uh, the emblem was a little, the shield was a little bigger. Yeah, a little too tiny for me. And I wish that it, the the mask didn't push his mouth out so much. <laughs> it does look yeah, like, like the mouth. The mask does look a little weird from the front. Yeah, it's kind of giving like that kissy face, like if you're the smusher face, and he's just like. Yeah, maybe that's why his voice is all jacked up. You just prove that people are good. (laughs) But but, you know, having Two Face in it as well. Oh yeah, disgusting Two Face. Yeah, he was gross. I mean, that's if you saw Two Face in real life, you'd go, "Yeah, that'd be Two Face." That's Two Face. Um, Though I'm like, damn, he didn't want to go pick up another suit. Okay, well. What ifs? Um, I really enjoy The Dark Knight. And for a long time, that was my number one Batman movie. It was very easy if someone was to ask me, what's your number one Batman movie so far? The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, hands down. Hands down. And then all of a sudden, I saw this movie this weekend. And that changed things. Yep. <laughs> your number one. My number one is 2022, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. Hey everyone, Editor John here. We are about to talk about The Batman a little bit. And while we don't give away too many things or any of the main plot, some of the stuff we will discuss could potentially ruin your enjoyment of the Batman movie. 
that just came out. So if you are sensitive to that, I would just recommend moving to the acknowledgements and you'll be good. You know how we do. So we've, we talked at least about 10 more minutes about Batman, but if you're okay with light things, then uh, listen to it. Uh, Colin Farrell, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Paul Dano, and more as, yeah, as my number one, uh, I don't know. I don't, we probably don't really want to go into too many spoilers for that because yeah. of, <laughs> exactly. you know, it, it is super new. Um, I did my baller thing by renting a theater. I'm glad I did. Finally worth it. <laughs> Almost made up for the Eternals. Oh, this made up for the Eternals and spades. Like financially, I'm still destitute, but <laughs> it is spiritually. Why am I laughing? Yeah, go ahead. Spiritually, I'm. I'm all right with it because I finally got to watch a Batman movie where it was about Batman that featured a lot of Batman and it gave me the things that I like about Batman, him being more of a detective, you know, him being, you know, kind of cruel and brutal. Right, because it's just not like he just does like one happy sock to the nose and that's the end of these villains. You know, like Batman's never been afraid to break your arm or something to prevent you from a life of crime. This Batman made me believe that. And I'm just going to flat out say it, and I don't know if you agree with me. Well, I guess you agree with me, Forrest, since it's on your list. Maybe, I don't know. Objectively, this is the best Batman movie to date. I 100% agree and i will take it one step further i think and i say this without hyperbole and you know this determination maybe needs a little time to in the oven to really solidify but i believe that this movie the batman might be the best superhero movie of all time and that one will take more time to digest <laughs> i don't blame but, you but i was thinking about it i was comparing it in my head to all the Marvel movies and all this stuff. And that's not to say that those movies are bad, but I think this is better. I mean, I guess it depends where your stance, where your superhero movie stance starts, right? Like if you're just looking in terms of movies, it's one thing. If you're looking in terms of closest to the source material, then I think there's some room for argument. Not much, but I definitely think there are closer superhero movies. Yes, I think that's um, true. Um, but in terms of just a really well put together movie, this is definitely in the top of the pops. Like Matt Reeves does a masterful job in this. Um, I mean, should I should I bring the comparisons because a lot of you you will see, I don't know if I should bring the comparisons to the other movies that this feels like. What do you think? Oh, that that might give it away. I don't I, I don't know. I mean, you could always cut it out. So why don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so for me, you know, watching it, it was very Zodiac Seven, mm -hmm. like Saw, to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent, not like. Not like, you know, time to play a game, but kind of in a weird way. But, it, you know, a lot more terrifying. Like, the Riddler was terrifying. Not, 
that Jim Carrey like humping in the bat cave while throwing <laughs> right. while throwing little Riddler bombs. You know what I mean? Like trying to suck out people's you know bank accounts info from their brains sure. with their TV yeah. box. Yeah, none of that. No Frank Gorshin here. Just like an idealist who I love the fact that there's like so much that he is aware of because the machinations have been going on with him for years Mm -hmm. that like watching Batman detect that and still being a young Batman was just a delight to see. And I don't mean just like the fact that, you know, Robert Pattinson is a young guy, more like just seeing him like year two building out these relationships still honing his craft was such a delight to see um the batmobile you know like again probably not like my favorite batmobile but it sounds like death incarnate and (laughs) i appreciate that so much like uh the score by what uh michael giat Giacchino? A Giacino, I or Giacino? Might be Giacino. Yeah. I don't know. But he's I don't know. I apologize. It was not simple compared to like say a Hans Zimmer score where like they're very unique things. But the theme that he gives Batman like mm-hmm. every you know, everyone who left was like, Did they just write that for Darth Vader? Dan da 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 it's just so like relentless like when it comes on you're like oh he's going to fuck you up Mm -hmm. and i just loved it like i was walking in and out of rooms after i saw it with it uh, playing on spotify just so it could play because that's so badass it made me feel like walking slow motion It, it I can't say enough good things about it. I didn't think I would. I went in with zero expectations. I saw, you know, I only saw the one trailer and I was like, it looks good from the trailer point of view, but I'm not hyping it up. I left there a convert. That was my first Robert Pattinson movie I've ever seen. And I, my mind was just blown. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, I... So I had seen I've I've seen considerably more Robert Pattinson movies than you have apparently. Uh, I've seen I saw Twilight. What, two. <laughs> yep, I saw Twilight, and I saw and that was my only exposure to Robert Robert Pattinson. And I was like, okay, I heard he was being cast as Batman. And I'm like, all right, well they you know I didn't believe that Heath Ledger was going to be a good Joker, but I was wrong about that. So I'm my mind is open. And then I saw The Lighthouse. Lighthouse is a psychological horror movie totally filmed in black and white with and it just stars robert pattinson and willem dafoe and that's it and it's about two guys going crazy basically as lighthouse keepers and he is so good in that movie that once i saw that i was like oh no this batman movie is going to be very good uh so i was the opposite i went in with the expectations that it was going to be fantastic <laughs> it was really my expectations were right i had seen all the trailers and my only misgiving was that they were putting it out in march which is usually kind of where movies go to die uh you know the beginning of the year um but uh i was totally wrong 
uh, I mean, I was totally right. I'm, <laughs> damn it, I was totally right. Because this movie is so good. It is a noir thriller first and a Batman yep. movie second. And that was the formula that I guess everybody else was missing. They needed to just put Batman in a story being Batman. And just like you said, he's a detective in this one. He doesn't do this. The Batman in this movie makes every other Batman look like a dumb moron. <laughs> yeah, like he uses science words. Yeah, and yeah, and he figures stuff out through deduction and gathering evidence and clues and all this stuff, and it is so well executed. Uh, Andy Circus is Alfred, and he is only in this movie a little bit, but he steals the scenes every time he's in it. He's such a good Alfred, and Jeffrey Wright is the best Commissioner Gordon I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I don't know if he has a lot of competition in that regard. I don't feel like maybe you know Gary Oldman had. I think that's probably it. That's the, right. That's like it. If, as far as like anyone who has had any chance to be a have like character development as as Commissioner Gordon, but this Commissioner Gordon, it's like the way he is partnering with Batman. The way he is. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into the story too much, but just to back up what you said. The Batmobile, the casting is incredible. We haven't even talked about Zoe Kravitz, who yeah, is great. such a good Catwoman. Yep. That's the first time I've ever seen a on-screen Catwoman where I was like, oh, that's Catwoman from the comics. It was just this, like, she embodied the persona and spirit and the whole, the the essence of Catwoman in a way that nobody else has been able to, to do so far. Um... Not to mention, she auditioned for Dark Knight Rises. We don't know what role she was auditioning for, but she was uh, rejected for being too urban, which is really fucked up. Um, so this is almost a little bit of a, I don't know, like a redemption story for uh, for the movie, for WB, really. Not for her. She didn't do anything wrong to be redeemed about. But, like, having that come to fruition... Paul Dano is a, an incredible Riddler. Like, the casting is pitch perfect in this movie. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, the Batmobile is based off of an, a Chevy Impala. It has a the, the noise that you're hearing is a V8, uh, Chevy V8 engine mixed with the sound of a jet engine, which is fantastic. Got a shout out, Colin Farrell? As the Penguin? Did you... If no one had told you who Colin Farrell was in this movie before you saw it... You wouldn't... Him, you wouldn't know. I, I can tell you the people I was in the movie theater with were like, when they saw Colin Farrell's name, they were like, who was he? <laughs> and when I said it, they were like, what the fuck? I was like, I know. I know. Like, he melts into it. But, like, not... Like, everything is treated as a character. The car is treated as a character. It, like... You see parts of it. You see it being constructed like through half of the movie. The um, Gotham is a it's, character in this yeah, movie. It's, it's probably the closest version to a Gotham that I like accept uh, compared to the other Gotham. Absolutely. You know, like, and one of the things problems I had with the Chris Nolan Batman's is that that Gotham was too clean. It was like two. He, he shot in Chicago. Some of this looks like it's shot in Chicago as well. 
the but the Nolan Gotham is just like just looks like Chicago for for the most part. This like they integrated the gothic architecture of New York and lots of just like very almost European architecture that you see with that, you know, Chicago elevated train uh look. It to like like you said, to a Gotham that feels wholly authentic to the Gotham that like I imagine when I'm reading the comics. The score is great. The the lighting tells a story in this movie in a way that I can't recall other Batman movies doing. Um, which is to say it's like perpetually gloomy or night I mean, or raining all the time. And then like there are parts where things are a little bit hopefully like, there's parts where the light just is like threatening to break through. And uh and it doesn't, but it's like the it's like this perpetual twilight that is just so masterfully done. Also, the game, the movie looks like it is fully lit by available light sources, like natural lighting. It doesn't look like they used an extra light in the movie. I don't know that for sure, but it definitely feels like a Michael Mann like collateral, you know, um, a mm-hmm. Michael Mann type mm-hmm. movie where it feels like it's all using natural lighting. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that a little heat too. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. Michael Mann. There you go. Another one. Yep. Yep. It, it, I mean, I put it like this for the people listening, and definitely because I know for me, I wasn't expecting the walk out of there liking it as much as I did. Like, if I was going to enjoy it, I'd enjoy it. But it just exceeded my expectations to such a high degree that, like, to you know Forrest and I when we were talking about putting this list together it was pretty easy to really think of the top three everything else and like number 11 was easy to figure out for me (laughs) but I was surprised by how quick I was able to go like yes this is number one yeah and I tried to sit with it a little bit like yeah me too digest it a little bit and, and say like okay is it like is it just like are you just happy that it was good are you happy that there's just a new Batman that feels authentic to your idea of Batman? And that's part of it. Cause this is a list that is for me. It's by me. I did. I like put it together. So it's my list. So that, that does factor into it, but it's also just a good, like it's a three hour long movie and it does not feel like a three hour long movie. It, it definitely clips along. Yeah. I never searched my watch. Or, you know, like everyone in my, in my theater, they all just waited till it was over to go to the bathroom. You know, even though people had to go. Yeah. Because you're like, like you didn't want to miss a beat. It's too dense. It was too, like, there was so much that every scene felt like it, it, it added to the texture and the, the puzzle of the overall movie. I'll put it like this. Forrest and I didn't even talk to each other about our thoughts about it. No. We we were about radio, more radio silence than we normally would be after we both know we've seen the same movie. Where we're normally just talking shit about it. Yeah. This one, we were just like, we'll just wait till we record yeah. Pop Saga. And, and we, we didn't see even, how it goes. And we didn't even talk about that beforehand. It's not like we planned to not talk to each other about the movie after we saw it. It's just like, if I, I, I realized, like, 
because of the nature of these list episodes, if I talked to you at all about how I felt about the Batman, you would know where it was. Oh, no, 100%. 100%. That, that was the same reason. like, I can't give away my hand until we record it. <laughs> but it was so easy. Like, me and my brother-in-law, or, excuse me, proper, my brother and I, brother-in-law and I, after we watched it, we're like, hey, you want to go to Target? See if we can find the Batman toys? <laughs> I went to Target after I saw it, too. Because <laughs> it was like, I have to get something. And then, like... You know, my whole hot toy obsession, I got to find out that they put out a hot toy for it. And, uh, you know, like, yeah, I'll pre-order it, no problem. Like, it, it, it's an easy pre-order. Like, it was so enjoyable. I'm Matt Reeves did a masterful job. Like, I, if I had a lot more positive descriptors, I could use it. But it's definitely something for people to go out and see. Um, yeah, just just stupid good and i think that matt reeves does a good job of making a movie a batman movie in particular that that is very born of this moment in time and in history it, it definitely references obliquely things that are concerns and 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 real dangers that exist in this the world today but he does it in such a way where it's not like ham-fisted and it's not sort of in your face in a way that would make you groan like oh god it's like subtly about you know things it's subtly inspired by the world around us and i that's all i'll say that's fair even i will report that that was written before the thing you're talking about yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. it just but it just it, you could it just see it how bubble it up yeah, exactly. How in tune he is with how the current world is. Mm-hmm. It makes sense where a lot of people are just kind of seeing where it's going. But yeah, he, he, I've never seen anything Matt Reeves has done either, but he's... Never seen any he, of the Planets of the Apes? No. Yeah. I watched the uh, one with uh, Marky Mark. that count? Mm-hmm. Nope. That's that's back to old Birdo. Old Tim Birdo. <laughs> that's his movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never watched any of the new Planet of the Eight movies. Maybe I saw the first one. They did three of them, right? Yeah, he did the first two. The the, the James Franco one, and then yeah, no. uh, Apes Together Strong. Well, well, maybe I saw the first one with this James Franco, but I didn't like it enough to burn it from my brain, but I don't believe I watched them. Because yeah. at that point, I was like, uh, Tim Burton, you burnt me out on the Marky Mark one. Yep. I'll never watch another ape movie again, 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 again. But <laughs> Oh, you, you bastards. You blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, that's it. Number one, both of our lists: the Batman, Robert Pattinson, going from a vampire Batman to the Batman. Um, and uh, you know, the that's what he'll be known for now, and that's fine. Too bad your career's ruined, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> but good for us. Um. But yeah, that's gonna do it for us. I hope you enjoyed our list. Uh, like I we know said, I did. I did too. I think we got them all right. Um, 
And uh, like I said earlier, you can join the the fun too. You can sign on to our Discord. Check out the Pico link for uh, the ability to sign up for it. There are rules. Don't be a jerk. But if you come, you can share your list with us. And uh, and we can relive this joy all over again. Don't worry if you didn't like the Batman uh, as much as we did. Not everyone has good taste. Um, but we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we want to see your good taste, too. So yes. follow that Pico link, go to Discord, join up, tell and, us how right we were. Yep. Yes, reinforce our opinions and validate us, please. Um... And uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, so let's get into everyone's favorite part of the show, the acknowledgments. That's right. Um, our own hero, Burton M6, made our theme song. Uh, he's an incredibly uh, talented musician, as you can probably tell from the, the theme song that played at the start of our episode and of all of our variants. Have you heard our variants? Listen to a Halloween episode, if you don't think that uh, Burton M6 is worth hiring to make some music for you, and then tell us. Because uh, I'm telling you, you will be sold. But they're all gold, and uh, so hit them up in our show notes. You can find a link to its Fiverr page, and we encourage you to check them out. Um, and, of course, we have a merch store, and we have social media you can check out as well in our in that very same Pico link. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, kind of. <laughs> we're on, yeah, we're on social media, kind of. Really, join the Discord. Forget about all that other stuff. Join the Discord. That's where the fun is. Uh, but you can follow us on those uh, if you want to know when episodes come out and what they're about. And if you would like to buy a mug or a t-shirt or maybe a mouse pad, you can log on to our merch store and there's lots of fun art and quotes from us and all sorts of fun stuff you can get to show your appreciation to us and support the ongoing production of this podcast. So without further ado, let's close it out by saying that we hope uh, wherever you are, however you choose to listen to this podcast, that you are feeling happy and that you are feeling healthy. And of course, we'll be back at you next week with a brand new episode. Remember folks, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. <laughs> sure. Right? That sounded like I had a hernia. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a little bit. Anyway, just uh, uh, be good. Be Batman. <laughs> Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.